got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. Today is a pretty special episode because I will be introducing my new co-host, Steve. Many of you might follow some of his banter as Las Vegas UK on Twitter. Since I know that we have all been lately having a number of quarantine dreams about returning to casinos... (laughs) I will plan a future episode for more of a formal introduction, but suffice it to say, he's a Vegas and country music fan. He's actually a Vegas-addicted, crazy Vegas guy. So before I introduce him really briefly, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about today, which you probably know because you've read the title of the episode, but today we're going to jump into one of the most frequently asked questions in Vegas and the casino loyalty world, and a topic that will most likely, actually, I'm sure of it because we've already discussed it, Steve and I, deserve a few additional episodes covering more nuance, and that is MGM M Life versus Caesars Rewards. So, welcome, Steve. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Well, thank you for entering into this crazy journey of casino and loyalty <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> I love so the description I think, you gave of, of me as well. That was a great intro. Yeah, we have to talk a little bit more about this country music thing. I'm sort of curious about that. I'm not that curious, though, so it can <laughs> yeah, be. Well, that, would, that would take a whole episode. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. So let's get right into this because people yeah. are always, especially on the Facebook groups and everything, and people who've just started gambling, they haven't gambled much, they didn't realize that maybe they should pay attention to casino loyalty, get a player's card all of that kind of stuff. And they are always like MGMM Life, Caesars Rewards, which used to be Total Rewards. Which one, where should I go? Which program should I focus on? So we're going to break this up. I'm going to give you three really simple areas that we're going to go on. And I will do a little bit of commentary, but I'm interested in your opinion because I know you've gone pretty deep into this over the last couple of years. We're going to briefly look at some tier benefits. We're going to briefly talk about comp rooms, and then we're going to briefly talk about the geography of the programs. So first thing we're going to get into, Caesars Rewards versus MLife. Status level, tier benefits. What do you tell someone when they first come to you? Because I'm sure that's something that first comes up when someone mentions the loyalty programs or which loyalty program they should choose. Well, I think this is kind of where you see some real polar differences actually between the two, because I would say in my view, that Caesars edges it here. And it has much more attractive tier benefits than MLife. If you look at the MLife program, I don't think there's that much difference, really, particularly between their top tiers. If you look at the difference between gold and platinum, there really isn't that much. Whereas if you're looking at the difference between, say, diamond and seven stars, there's a lot more difference. Yes. And also, one of the things that I like to point out that I think as far as a mid to high level tier, Caesars Diamond is very compelling based on a number of the tier benefits that you get. I mean, the thing that strikes me first 
Resort fee waiver, that's huge, even if you're not getting comp rooms. There's no question here. Diamond is the most attractive for a mid-tier player. Absolutely. And they've done a good job with having a lot of players' lounges, too. And I know people will complain they're not the way they used to be. The hours are not as good as they used to be. But also, they have lounges in Vegas, too, which is another big deal. I mean, of course, I think some of that might change a little bit with occupancy levels down once the casinos reopen in a couple of weeks. But overall, I think the base benefits are really, really good, with some standout exceptions. Yeah. And for me, the sweet spot really is that 25,000, I think it is now, tier credits for access to the lounges. For me, that's the sweet spot. I suppose the danger is, for me, playing at Caesars, am I starting to think, do I stop at 25,000? Is there really any point me going personally, this is me personally, going for seven stars? And I think that's the danger now. Right. And that was also... One of the things that we'll talk about on program on another episode of Zorkast is devaluations. And there's been so much change over the last couple of years. But I think overall, when you're dealing with status levels and tier benefits, I think you would probably have to say that Caesars Rewards definitely gets the win on that. And then on top of it, the travel bloggers, we always have to put this in, though they tend to beat this subject to death. <laughs> you know, the status matching to Caesar's Diamond is extremely compelling and has been extremely generous oh, yeah. over the last oh, yeah. couple of years. Some would say too generous. <laughs> it is. Some would definitely say too generous. And this is a really good topic of conversation for the future. When you talk about a casino loyalty program or any loyalty program, you need to think about the metrics with regard to attracting new customers and more so on the B2B side. You know, I often question, are they just looking at how many new conversions to Diamond are they getting? Or are they really tracking properly what happens with these people that turn into Diamond? I think they probably do some of that or even qualifying it. I really do question the simplicity of the way some of these status matches are going and if it really makes sense because they can get a whole lot of people to status match. But is it really Caesar's benefit to do that? I mean, we don't know that. Maybe maybe it is. Uh, Yeah, and you also have to question if that's why perhaps they brought in the 25,000 requirement for the lounges. I mean, you can use your RCs that you earn through play. You can use those to access too. But I think that's part of the reason. And you've got the added thing of the Founders Club membership, I think, now gives you Diamond or has given you Diamond for a few years too. Absolutely. You know what the problem is? And this is definitely a topic that would be great to do in a future episode. The thing about it, like lounge access used to be unlimited to Diamond with no copay. And then they match more people and more people are using it. And then, of course, they wind up having to take away the unlimited benefit and make it a copay benefit unless you get the 25,000 tier. Yeah. Or you and can I use a thousand reward credits, which you have to earn through gaming. Exactly. Well, except there's one way to earn them without not through gaming, which we did an article on in LVA Travel. That's also another interesting topic. But the thing about it is I'm very much, and I know people will not like me for saying this, I am not a fan 
of giving those types of benefits, making them unlimited. I would prefer, Mm -hmm. and I say the same thing with airlines and lounge access, I would prefer that you give people a certain amount of access. And that's the same things with like Amex lounges, because wouldn't you rather you could visit X times per trip or visit or month? And then if you have two guests with you or three guests with you, that's fine. Or if you're always solo, then you're given 10 chits to access or you're given 20 and then you can sort of do what you want with it as opposed to this concept of anything that's unlimited. And of course, they had to move away from the unlimited. But a lot of those kind of things, and I agree, hurt the programs and U.S. domestic airlines. I think they hurt their programs with promises of unlimited domestic free upgrades. But anyway, that's beyond the scope of that. <laughs> but you want to keep now we're gonna... exclusive, don't you, as well? You want to keep that exclusivity. Absolutely. I know you want to move on, but there's one thing I have to mention because I feel it would be a crime not to mention it when we're talking about the tier benefits. But you also have that $100 diamond dinner, which is a real valuable benefit for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a great match. We'll cover that. I made some notes now. We'll go over the pluses and minuses of all those kind of things, which is mostly pluses. Let's move on to the next subject right away. Comp rooms. If we put MLife and MGM Resorts properties up against Caesars Rewards and Caesars properties, Let's just talk about comp room, the ease of getting comp rooms, the type of comp rooms you're getting, all of that. Where does that fall? What do you prefer? What do you think? And I know you're going to probably say that's not an easy one to answer. That's not an easy one to answer. And actually, I think that particularly around lower tier properties, we've seen a lot of really good renovations recently. If you look at Harrah's, Luxor, some real positive moves in that direction. I think my gut is I personally prefer MLife. However, I think it's easier to access free rooms through Caesars. This is a tough one. This is like a draw in some ways, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think it might be a little bit of a draw, except the big exception, especially when it comes to comp rooms, Mm -hmm. are the resort fees. Because let's pretend Caesars Diamond to MLife Gold or MLife Platinum Both of those customers have a comp room. They don't want to deal with a host or they don't feel they play enough or they're uncomfortable with it. They get an offer in the mail or online for a comp room in MLife. They get an equivalent offer at Caesars. They check in. They're going to be paying a resort fee with MLife. They're not going to be paying a resort fee with Caesars. So I think that goes back to the benefit link, doesn't it, as well? That's so important. Yeah. And part of it is, even though I know MGM can be pretty gracious about waiving resort fees for players or people who've played, there are a lot of people who are timid about that kind of thing. Even though they don't have a host, they don't really want to have to ask for that. And I think that's really the value of where tier benefits come in. Not to mention, there are some people that don't even know you can ask to have a resort fee waived in Las Vegas. Caesars make it a lot easier, I guess, with the tier benefit. But actually, resort fees too, I always ask because it's one of the easiest things. If they're going to waive anything, your resort fees would be the first to go, in my view anyway. I mean, you've got the added complication perhaps with MLife in that it's very property specific. So what you play matters more. We'll get into that in a future episode. But on the base level, I think, again, Caesars has the edge there if you're taking into account those resort fees because you could get a free room, but you could be paying $40 resort fee every night. And I know the counter to that is people will say, I hear this all the time. I hear, well, the room in Las Vegas was only $30. And even with a $40 resort fee, that's 70 bucks for a room. That's a really good deal. 
or they say, oh, well, it's a comp room anyway, so 40 bucks isn't a bad deal for me to have a free room at Bellagio. And my response to all of that is yes, but it's still a devaluation because when you were dealing with these programs just a few years ago, a comp room was really a comp Comp room. room. So people need to separate this. They really do. Yes, you're still getting good value when you get a comp room at Bellagio and you pay 40 some odd dollars for the resort fee. You don't play enough to maybe get the resort fee waived. And they say, well, I stayed at Bellagio for four nights and I just had to pay 40 some odd dollars a night for the resort fee. But that's really good value still because it's such a nice hotel for all of that. I'm like, yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. But it's still fundamentally a devaluation. And the thing that's tough about that is remember, you're getting these comp rooms because you gamble, because you're taking risk, you're risking your money, you're playing. And I tend to find that devaluations are even tougher to me in casino programs than in regular travel programs. But I always counter that. And I'm not saying, of course, you get value. And of course, you should still do what you deem brings you value. For me, though, a comp room has to be a comp room, no resort fee. Many feel like that, but many can't always accomplish that. And we could talk about trying to accomplish Yeah, there's another. Wow, we're coming up. Okay, and we're going to finish this off real quickly. This has changed quite a bit in the last couple of years, the geography of these programs. M-Life and Caesars Rewards, the number of properties you could stay at, the depth of properties in Vegas and in other markets. What do you think? What's your opinion? Who do you think sort of wins there? What do you think? Well, it's improving, but I think for me, Caesars edges it. I feel like I'm being really high on Caesars today. It's not intentional for everyone out there who loves M-Life. But I think there's still a very big geographical difference. Quality of properties, perhaps, you could argue, is different. I think it depends on the type of property you like to stay in, where you like to visit. But I think there was a point where you could more or less stay at a Caesars property somewhere in the US for free. No, it's a very good point. And I think MLife has done much, much better. I mean, especially now... Like, look at M-Life on the East Coast between Harbor outside of Washington, D.C., MGM Springfield in Massachusetts, and now Borgata in Atlantic City. You really have an incredible selection of properties on the East Coast, which you didn't have before with Caesars. Well, you only had it before with Caesars. But you can also look at it on a worldwide level, too. When you think about it, I mean, I'm talking about from experience here in the UK, but I know that Caesars have matched my status from the US into the UK and vice versa. To my knowledge, there's not an MLife option over here. That's true. And Caesars UK is also a really interesting thing to talk about. And it's also a really nice benefit. I've mentioned this, a lot of people haven't done it, but if you happen to have a lot of Caesars reward credits, you can transfer them over to Caesars UK and And they have a bunch of different things. Yeah, but everything's one-to-one, isn't it? I believe so, although I wouldn't put it past them to have changed it. (laughs) Because I was looking at this a year ago. There were some benefits at Caesars UK, like dinner in Mayfair at this certain restaurant. If you redeem this many Caesars Rewards UK points, you get a £100 dinner certificate. And I was like, okay, well, if you earn them in the UK, you're earning them based on 
your play based on pounds, but if you can actually transfer them over at one to one, basically dollars to pounds, you're actually getting the better of it. But I want to be really careful before because I started looking into some of that and then I said, I don't think anyone in the world is interested in this. And then I stopped. <laughs> it's interesting, but there aren't a ton of options, but there are some interesting options. And I have to imagine there are some people who are just very rich in Caesar's reward points, and maybe they just don't want to do free play and other things like that. So that's Absolutely. something interesting to look at. And I think it was Seven Stars Insider who mentioned about how he often will stay at properties throughout the US if he's having to go somewhere. And I think that's actually a really valuable benefit. Personally, if you've earned it, why not use it? Yeah. And I've talked to Eric Rosenthal about that too. And I think he has had some very interesting optimization with Caesar's properties. Maybe I can convince him to come on the show. I know he's been super busy lately, but he has a lot of opinions in general, but they usually tend to align with most of my opinions. And that could be interesting to look at. So this is awesome. This was great. I really love the subject. I would love to hear from listeners some of the places we want to pivot with this, because I think there's so much talk. I wouldn't want to do episode after episode about M Life and Caesars, but maybe we could sort of weave that into the other content. And if people could give us a little bit of a direction, what they would like to talk more about. I think you suggested for our next episode that we potentially talk about the whole concept of do you need a host? Do you want a host? What is a host? So I think that's a pretty good topic for the next episode. Yeah, I seem to get asked that a lot on Twitter. And I see it all the time on various Facebook groups, message boards. Everyone wants a host. Do you really need one? Well, we'll talk about that next time. But I would say probably not. But hey, I won't say any more. <laughs> Don't give it away. You got to learn the podcast equivalent of clickbait. What you're really supposed to say, do you need a host? Are you sure? The answer might surprise you. <laughs> I may change my mind. I changed my mind during this. I was convinced coming into this that I was going to be going for MLife the whole way through. And hey, I went for Caesars, so I could change my mind again. Well, maybe you need to do a Twitter poll. Yeah, maybe I do. I'm good at those. <laughs> yes. So Steve, remind everybody the best way to get in contact with you. So I am always on Twitter. I would say I'm actually probably slightly addicted to it. I seem to be on it all day, every day. Um, so you can get hold of me there at Las Vegas UK, or you can drop me an email. I have an email at Travelzork, believe it or not. Nice new shiny email. It's Las Vegas UK at Travelzork.com. So just ping me an email. I'm happy to respond to people personally too. That is awesome. And I will put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much again, Steve. And until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.